Good morning. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the NFT Morning. This is Jot Talking, and we are currently live from ETHCC. Uh, as uh, you know, we are recording different sessions with different people that we love uh, and talking about, talk together about NFTs. I'm with Remy, like uh, for every session. What's up, Remy? That's a nice hey. Thank you, Rem. <laughs> and so, uh, so you know, right now we are with uh, Makoto Inoue. Yes. So Makoto Inoue, you are a data analyst for ENS, if I'm not wrong. I'm kind of jack of all trades. So like I, I do lots of data analytics, but I do a bit of coding and a bit of like just... You're, you're doing, yeah, yeah. Uh, so joker, a super <laughs> joker for ENS team, basically. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, so it's, it's great to have. Thank you for being with us. Uh, pleasure. So, just you know, as a reminder, you know, I think if you know NFTs, you know what are uh, ENS. So basically, uh, but maybe you can summarize in two sentences for people who come from nowhere what are ENS. Sure. So ENS uh, stands for Ethereum Name Service, and uh, for example, if you first got into uh, NFT and you have something called wallet, probably people have like MetaMask or Coinbase wallet or many other wallets. And uh, quite often I ask you, what's your address? And uh, that's where you send your, like for example, ETH or token or NFT, but people don't remember. So ENS allows you to name that. It's all usually hexadecimal, very hard to remember. It's harder than remembering your phone number back in 90s if you are living on that age, but yeah, uh, but now like you can register uh, with name and uh, so I have a name called uh, matoken.eth. Nice, yeah. nice. That's a valuable name. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have john.eth. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but I have John Carp. It's a good start. That's good, that's good. <laughs> it's yeah. a good start. But yeah, so you know, this is your, your identity and uh, you, I think you, you explained the first and the main use case of ENS right now when you need to provide your uh, your ethereum address you just provide uh, this ens instead of giving uh, to do a copy and paste basically because of course you can think about it yeah. so it's impossible you know to know uh, exactly what are your uh, 16 whatever characters Correct. of your address so it makes it much more simple and this is the first use case but i believe you know that the ENS project mm -hmm. uh, is uh, as much more ambition. I would yeah. say that just being something a simple tool. If I'm not wrong, uh, maybe you know, yeah, because I think this is what it is about, and mm -hmm. uh, a topic you are used to talk about, I guess. But a digital identity yes. uh, is the thing. So you know, I think for a lot of people, uh, as we consider the wallet mm -hmm. as uh, you know the the, the unique uh, you, the unit asset things that will define you know your activities online. Yes. Uh, your your ENS is kind of becoming your digital identity. Yes. This is the main idea. Yeah. So like uh, the first uh, primary. Uh, yep. You can go yeah, ahead. So yeah. So primary usage of ENS is that you if you go to some wallet and you first type your name, which you remember, right? Then it gives you your Ethereum address. That's called we call for lookup. But what's another powerful feature we have is we can do the reverse. That if you give your Ethereum address, 
you get a name back. And what's the use case? Like we, we just described that no one remembers you know, your ACM address. Is that, for example, if you log into the OpenSea or uh, any like exchange like a Uniswap, often there's a you know a button that says connect wallet, right? So once you press that button, usually the site you're logging into will understand what your ECM address. That's when the all these so-called DApps actually look up ENS uh, smart contract to see what his or her primary name is. We call primary name feature or reverse lookup. That actually gives uh, let. That's where like DApps understand your primary name is. Thanks yeah. to your service, your kind of API that you are providing yes. to developers, yes. they can use this API yes. to easily, if I connect to OpenSea, yeah. just enter, I want to transfer this NFT, you know, yeah. to um, you know, mathoken.eth, mm -hmm. then, you know, he will understand, can you confirm that you want yeah. to transfer this to 0x, whatever. Yeah, and I think important thing is in the era of Web2, if you go to like you know Twitter or Facebook, Google, you have to learn new, like S they call SDK, like a development kit, and you have to learn new things. But this one is just like a so-called a smart contract. So anyone who understands how to program Ethereum already knows how to interact with uh, ENS. So there's yeah. no specific documentation or whatever. You just need to interact with the smart contract uh, to get it. So we have a doc like called doc.ens.domains, and it tells you what the structure of smart contract is. But how you can uh, look into our API, it's it's same across all the... Just series. do a request yeah. to the smart contract. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just You just make a call to smart contract and then you get the answer And so back. we yeah. know we can blame services who are not using it because it happens a lot, you know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes, you know, you just say to some people, oh, can I do... I want to do an airdrop to your wallet or yeah. I want to do this. You provide the ENS and they say, oh, so we, we're not managing. Please give yeah. me the zero X. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. they need to integrate this, right? Yeah, but like, <laughs> I think it went very, very long way there. Back in... So I'm being in Ethereum since 2016. And yeah. until I think 2020, people said, hey, drop your ETH name. It was all like Xerox. But I think uh, at least like for the last few years, eventually when people say, hey, drop your Ethereum address, people start adding more for ENS names rather than just hex decimal because people do remember stuff, right? Like the POP is a perfect example. The Puhobot attendance protocol, we just show, show yeah. you just before the show that like uh, basically if you go to the events, I think if you go to any crypto events, people know what pop of is proof of attendance protocol that you can get a specific NFT to to prove that you are there, right? And uh, what we are doing is like we partnership with a pop that like uh, during the events in the ECC, I think there's about 5,000 uh, participants. We are giving away the so-called ENS card to everybody where if you tap this with NFC card, everybody actually can pop me the Pop to say I met Matokundo is that kind of stuff. And uh, to claim it, uh, you don't necessarily have to have a wallet with you as long as you remember ENS name. So you can even claim with other people's phone, but you can just send to like Matokundo is and the pop goes there. So that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a perfect use case. You know, we just did it right now and I didn't have to connect any wallet or do anything. No. Yeah. I just yeah, enter my uh, ENS name and this is the only thing I can remember because uh, I'm a, like a red fish. So right. then, you know, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. And I understand that. And uh, so so, so I think, you know, it's uh, propagating a lot. And so many people use it as a reference. Um, wha when we are talking about uh, identity, 
do you think like the, the long run vision? So is that, you know, will this CNS will be like your phone number, like anything when people want to contact you, to, f to, to message you, to do whatever, they, they may use this? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, people can't say like, yeah, identify yourself with like a long hexadecimal number. So like uh, some people, I, I think if you go around, I met people who put in the t-shirts, backward t-shirts, or like put someone has a, a cap. So like you can, yeah, easily identify your own online identity to you. And even for, for people who don't know what ENS is, like I went to a couple of like NFT meetup in Japan like a couple of years ago. And when I say ENS, people like, I don't know what it is, but when I say dot east, I and mean people are like, Bing. oh yeah, I know dot east, like because like if you go to for example some like open sea, some uh, one thing you can do is that you can actually also search. Uh, usually, I think open sea, you have to put open io and slash account slash long their username or like long uh, ECM address, but you can also put like ENS name, <coughs> and some marketplaces again, artist name is presented with ETH. So what we pro like you kind of stress a lot is this is your on-chain identity that no matter which uh, open you know NFT marketplace you go, as long as you use the same ECM address and you tie in with a, a primary name, it, it shows you as your brand identity. So it's it's very important to both creator and collector that they kind of keep same ECM address and they use the same ENS name. So the people will eventually notice you that oh. This like in you know, a well. Oh, I I have this. I I can recognize this dot east on a, like open open sea or even the like ESA scan, which is a you know most known uh, block explorer. Yeah, you can start seeing all these things. No, no, totally makes sense. But um, I wanted to know because as you said, you know, many services like open sea and thousands of others, and I think this is why also you are really active in the East Conference ecosystem is to let developers of any service understand that you know they can integrate ENS into their services, you know, to make uh, Web3 user life more easy. Uh, I wanted to know uh, if you see the same kind of relationship to be developed with Web2 companies. Uh, oh, is your question is like whether Web2 company does something similar? No, do you think like, uh, I don't know, when, you know, a lot of people are hoping that tomorrow Twitter, for example, yeah. will integrate yeah. uh, some... Uh, ENS recognition uh -huh. or uh, in the future other stuff. Do you see yeah. other stuff like this being developed? I can totally see it with ENS. For example, one of the stuff, uh, unique thing we have is called subname. That most of the time, primary ways to get your ENS is if you go to app ENS domains. And for example, I register matokun.east. And uh, then one thing you can do is you can issue so-called subname. So I can have like metamask.matokun.east, like firefox.matokun.east. But and what we are envisioning is so back in like nineties, I don't know, were you at the dial-up age and all that stuff? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think at that time, like all the people who wants to go to internet, you have to do the dial-up and you have to get like internet domain and stuff. But nowadays, unless you are, <coughs> unless unless you are business, you don't get internet domain by yourself, right? Like usually you get like for example email address through like a Gmail or some, somewhere like that. So what we envision is like uh, as e uh, the Ethereum and the well, Web3 blockchain becomes more mainstream, what I would see is like not many people actually come to our site and register uh, ENS by themselves, but some like wallet exchanges uh, or like marketplaces have their own ENS name and they start issuing subdomain 
as part of their username. Mm. And what they can do is, for example, like Instagram or Twitter, they already have username, right? Mm. But that's not cross-chain compatible. Mm. But what they can do is, if I have, for example, I have a Makoto underscore Inoue on Twitter, they could actually issue sub uh, that their subname as ENS subname. So suddenly, like you can use it as a Makoto Inoue in a Twitter, but if that becomes ENS name, like Makoto Inoue dot Mato, uh, Twitter, Twitter dot, dot, if. Dot, dot com. Oh, well, yeah. another thing is uh, ETH is one of the most kind of decentralized, uh, credibly neutral top level domain when we started. But what one, one innovation we did, which no other competitor does, is we actually integrate with a DNS. So like if you have .com domain, you can actually import as an ENS name. So like perfect example is, for example, Coinbase. Coinbase actually do have Coinbase.is, but Coinbase is an exchange which wants to be kind of cryptocurrency neutral, right? So they actually created, imported uh, their own name called CB.ID, which is a domain name, you know, as ENS name. And they're issuing subname to all the, I, I had a day have like 2 million users. So they already onboarded like massive amount number of users. So all Instagram and the Twitter or the YouTube company can do the same that as long as they started kind of providing uh, the same address to the user, which is kind of on its own problem. Like, you know, like, because if you just give the same address with C phrase, people still have a problem with like, the managing C phrase, all the stuff, but mm -hmm. like all the technology about making it easier to handle a more secure multi -com you know, party computation yeah. or all those things are coming. Yeah. So yeah. once these users start ish issuing ECM address, or when they, if they have a social network, you, they can issue ECM address, then they can issue, they can turn their username into ENS. Suddenly their siloed identity get connected through Web3. That's totally possible and we really want to encourage. So like if there's any Web2 companies who wants to get into Web3, they should definitely turn their siloed username into interoperable e ENS names. Elon, if you're here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Elon. Yeah. Elon, Zuckerberg, whoever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, no, no, that, no, that's really interesting. It would be a, yeah, a huge way to, to propagate. And on the other hand, you know, I know that in terms of, you know, because it's also something like kind of becoming, in a way, uh, a signature also mm -hmm. for people. I mean, uh, you know, uh, how to get an official account, a validated account, a true on social media, on the communication tomorrow, on anything. Uh, I believe that, you know, letting people one day, you know, verifying, like Twitter is doing, for example, for NFTs and profile picture. Mm -hmm. uh, they could tomorrow, it could be a process maybe to have more, uh, verified account tomorrow, right? What do you think? Yeah, like they can totally do that. Like, yeah, uh, what you I mean, mean? Like, is, for yeah. example, that my my Twitter account is johncarp.is, mm -hmm. but you know, I could have a check that show that it has been verified that I am. Yeah, really the they, John they used to do it, right? They had a hexagon uh, thing. And they, they, they have this, they, yeah. yeah, they they allowed you to connect through like. <coughs> I think they allow you to connect through something like Wallet Connect, and if you can validate, they, they have, uh, they can't validate on chain, but they can attest, right? Like it, Twitter, 
validate this ECM address is connected to this ECM user, and they used the hexadecimal shape to indicate uh, that this person, and I think if you check uh, NFT of the, the address he owns, they used the hexa. So technically, it's yeah, possible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, now that's interesting. And so, so yeah, it gives you also a list of vision. I, I don't know, so you say, you know, what you said about what is unique on your side and domain name, uh, making the link with a, like a DNS domain name. Uh, I know that some competitors uh, are doing something where they are linking your address to s much more other services, uh, like uh, linking with uh, other blockchains, for example, or uh, uh, I don't remember, uh, whatever. Uh, you, are, you have this kind of, wh what do you think about it? So, I mean, it's interesting, so there's a various, to be honest, we've been counting all the competitors and there's some people who does something similar and there's the dozens and the hundreds of them because people saw the success of ENS, right? And also every chain, uh, it pops up, they try to have name service with it. Uh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, of course. But it, it eventually comes, like, it, if you just want to see as a virtual asset, it's a simplest virtual asset, yeah, any chain should have its own name service, but it's only as useful uh, if it's integrated in many different services. So, like, if you have that name, if it, but if you can't use it, it's just, like, a another NFT with no utility, which is fine. If, for example, like, art NFT, art NFT's value is being art. That's fine, but and if it's just being scarce on the name, there, there's a bunch of services who came and left, or they are staying or not going anywhere. We, I think we are in a strong position, mostly because that we've been in ecosystem since 2017. Like it's one of the oldest running, and the name service eventually comes down to how long it's been seen. That, for example, internet, it's been since 1980s, 90s, right, and the. the Domain name system, DNS, is actually one of the oldest service, like since 1983 or four. So one of the values, you have to be there long yeah. time, stable. And Being the first to, is yeah, important. Yeah, any, well, we are not necessarily the first. For example, right. I think uh, there's a, was it, I think Bitcoin fork. There's a, I forgot okay, the yeah. name, name coin, something like that. Uh, yeah. Color. Yeah, name coins. Yeah. yeah, name coin was one of the earliest, I think. Mm -hmm. Again, Idea itself, it's not the rocket science, right? Yeah, you of need course, to yeah, name yeah, something yeah. that everybody think about it. But it's the possibility is like you need to create something secure, robust, early enough. Then you have to be running for a very no, no, long of course. time. Yeah. But do you think it could make sense to make it, for example, to use the your dot uh, is ENS tomorrow to connect it to uh, other blockchain wallet, for example? So the answer is. Yes, you can. <laughs> so that's one of actually my talk. I'm going to give a talk on Wednesday. So if you have mm. a ticket and stuff, please come to my talk hey, on Wednesday. Is exactly. that yeah? I, I'm actually giving a talk about like ENS for multi-chain world. That okay. You know, like when ENS first came out back in 2017, it was like Bitcoin and uh, uh, Ethereum. But now you can't ignore the fact that there's like a million different chains, and even within the Ethereum ecosystem, there's a dozens of so-called yeah. layer two. Right, so th and they do massively need a name service for it, and uh, the kind of short answer for the people who might not, you know, not got a ticket or who might just too busy just chatting people <laughs> on, the on the outside is the fact that ENS already e ENS is like Ethereum name service. First misconception is that. 
people think it's only for Ethereum, uh, storing Ethereum address. That's not true. We already have something called multi-coin types, which allows you to uh, specify 200 different chains. So like if you okay. have my token .is, you can totally put uh, coin, uh, the Bitcoin address or Dodge. And uh, it, it comes down to, again, it comes down to the wallet, whether they recognize these things. Okay. So, yeah, so some, if you go somewhere like a Trust Wallet, which is, I think, part of the Binance company, they do actually recognize other, uh, you can actually send Bitcoin to matoku.is uh, if I specify a Bitcoin address. And uh, that was a fast use case. We already added, I think, back in 2019. The emerging use case is to storing in other so-called EVM chain, Ethereum virtual machine, that like, you know, people using uh, e EOA, Ethereum externally owned account as a, <laughs> externally owned account as a universal kind of, you know, addresses. So like we already allow people to put uh, Ethereum address of, any EVM chain that's already there, so it's just like a, we are storing on Ethereum. So then we have a you know inherent problem in the gas. So like putting two hundred different addresses on Ethereum main chain is very expensive. Even of though course. like currently, yeah, it's only like ten GUI or something. It's not too difficult, but <coughs> still a bit of an issue. So what we are so fast pace the ability to put different coin or chain addresses already there since two thousand seventeen. The second phase we are trying to do is we are trying to let people to choose where to store the these data. That in ENS when we came out, like we it was back in 2017, so gas cost was not that crazy amount. So we tend to put everything on Ethereum. But what we've been working for at least uh, last two three years is we have some uh, specification called CCIP read off chain data retrieval specification, which allows you to pick the chain or like data storage where you want to store the, your record. So if you actually store in somewhere off chain like database, actually Coinbase actually does that, it's actually gas free. But uh, the downside is, yeah, if you put in someone's database, that someone can change the database, mm -hmm. uh, the date record. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, trustless. But we also have working on something called uh, trustless layer to uh, resolver, which allows you to store in certain uh, L2, such like Optimism, Arbitrum, ZK Sync, StarkNet. And uh, there's a way, uh, there's some technical innovation which allows you to verify that you actually have that data on L2, but you can verify on L1 by using some like inter-chain uh, cross data verification specification, which I'm only for the last two, three years. Yeah. Uh, the technical is already there. We're just trying to make it production ready. So we are still working yeah, on that. Yeah, to make it clean. Yes. Uh, yeah, so clean. once these two are combined, uh, it's going to be possible that you you store all chains addresses on various different L2, but you can all reference from ENS on layer one. Okay. Okay, makes it's sense. It's so yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's really uh, interesting. And I think... Uh, yeah, a lot of people would be interested to develop based on that. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, uh, just, you know, to come back a bit about the uh, the ENS, uh, just the basic concept, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you can see ENS and Etherscan and stuff like that. You start to have some people, especially in Europe, for example, complaining uh, about the fact that, you know, the blockchain is fully transparent, but, you know, the fact that you use ENS Make it even too transparent for some people. I don't know if you heard about it. Yep. I mean, that's been there since the beginning. That some yeah. people, yeah, I got like invited to some of the conference and uh, 
they invite me as a speaker and they went they were taking me to there. Oh, but I asked, Oh, do you have ENS? And then he said, No, 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 it's like I'm scared of privacy. But I think that's false sense of security. The fact that as long as you have Ethereum address, your on-chain transaction is already transparent. Exactly. It's just like it's not human readable, but it's actually very computer readable, right? And who does the analytics? Who does the on-chain like semantic stuff? It's computer. So it's already out there. So the fact that you think that, oh, if only if I have ENS name, my data is exposed, that's quite wrong because your data is already exposed, right? And so like I think one of the having ENS actually psychologically yeah, yeah it I, plays a role, you know. I know yeah. that when I published some data report based on holders of mm -hmm. my NFTs mm -hmm. or stuff like that. Yeah. You say, oh, you should not do that because you are, you know, uh, leaking some names. Yeah. But okay. like uh, even anon names, people in the Twitter, they have a name. But if you have like, a, you know, Xerox chat or something, does that leak your information? Not mm -hmm. necessarily, right? So it depends on like, I have my I have two public ENS names, uh, matoken.is and makoto.is. This where I'm, I don't, really care that people if you try to see the on chain activity actually i want to i want people to show it this contained all the pop events i went all the nft i minted but i do actually separate from my kind of financial ens name uh, and that you just have to treat it separately and there's some kind of yeah not common sense but best practice to make it less you know like a yeah, so yeah. You, you need to educate yourself yeah. about what you want to do with yeah. the public address and yeah. with your private address, yeah. private when I yeah. say, the address that, uh, you know, I known by people and there's a yeah. one, if you don't want people to know uh -huh. about it, yeah. you have to, yeah, you, there, yeah, there are some stuff to do for that. And, and I think, and the two, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just to top it up, I think there's a also, that's where lots of exciting things happen, like lots of ZK privacy creative technology. Is working on to allow you on matoken.is to prove that I have some stash somewhere. I have control without telling you. So there's a couple of technology already there. Yeah. So ENS's role is just to integrate with them so that you can say matoken.is have this, this, this thing. So maybe maybe you. tomorrow you'll be able easily also to set up and say, I don't want this use ENS to be visible by this service mm -hmm. or this service, for example. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. Uh, Rem wanted to say something, maybe maybe in French even. Uh. In French, I knew <coughs> okay, he's talking about. He's talking about notification. Okay. Yeah, and and the fact that uh, not re uh, renew, uh, renew renew all mostly because they say the good thing is with centralized services, uh, you know that at the end of the day, uh, Google domain will tell you, hey, your domain is about to expire. And uh, on ENS, uh, you could be in a situation where if you don't take your own responsibility, you could forget about the renewal of, of your ENS, right? Yeah. Uh, is there anything to do with that? Yeah, so the most native way to answer is the fact that most uh, internet domain, you can only renew per year, right? Because they might change the pricing uh, next year. So they mm. only renew. So you, you have to re renew every year. Whereas ENS, you can do the uh, multiple year renewal. So you, if you want to, you can renew for, for example, I think I renew for five years. So I don't have to worry about it for next five years. Some people uh, renew for 100 years for the lifetime. 
hundred. You can yeah, do in one. Yeah, in one you can. Set, I yeah, days. I think some people longest I can't remember, but but some people did actually renew for two over thousand years. <laughs> and it is possible, but the game mind game you have to play is well. This this thousand years worth of is in twenty years time probably might be a bit expensive. So people you know try to mitigate that. So the the second way is like a again it's a public information. So anyone can build a ways to notify. So that's where I think ENS is always there's a lots of notification services, right? And everybody wants to integrate with ENS because it's a prime example people want to get the notification. So there's lots of solutions out there. We are, and uh, we, uh, so that, so they can build lots of, not, whenever there is a notification, Web3 notification comes in, first use case is ENS renewal. So I think any uh, notification service of your choice there's chances that there's an ENS renewal service. And that's for more kind of decentralized maxi people. More uh, normal user, I think we uh, recently partnership with uh, uh, Arnify, uh, which is, uh, I think, now owned by Bankless uh, DAO. Mm -hmm. that, like a, it's just like a centralized I think, service, but they, they actually do, I think they're known as a uh, kind of airdrop notification service. And they do pretty good job. Uh, so they we just partner with them. So like if you have that, uh, so they could integrate subscribe. your own ENS into the notification. Yeah. Service. So along with all these hundred like so yeah, it's just an example. Service. And yeah. in the future, more and more services mm -hmm. like this mm -hmm. will be developed. So yeah, people have the information is somewhere. Yeah. And at the moment, you know, even maybe tomorrow yeah. Google Calendar will integrate yeah. that or whatever. Yeah. And uh, one more. Kind of name drop is there's a service called DM3, uh, which is working kind of as a, a hub or proxy of different like messaging service. So there's a you know push notification service SMX XMTP, and, and uh, I think Coinbase recently announced their own yeah. uh, notification that if you have integrating yeah. in the wallet, yeah, yeah. So the question, the always biggest challenge is you would not know if the recipient actually uses any of the services. So DM3 acts as a very thin layer that like a, for example even now this one uh, we have a text record where you can set your PFP information to say like this is your avatar they are working on the protocol uh, kind of very thin layer to specify my favorite uh, messaging layer so if I say I, I put like it that I actually use XMTP on the uh, ENS text record uh, you can actually work with X, uh, the DM3 guys so like it can route between the different protocols. So there's always a solution like that is also happening. And uh, I think that, again, the the power of Web3 Ethereum is a composability. We always get, like, why don't you build a notification service? And our own answer is always that uh, we shouldn't be the one building one. It should be the ecosystem. You need to be focused yeah. on what you're doing. Yes, and uh, we, but we are happy to work together with all these companies. Of course. Yeah. And about what you're doing, you know, one thing related to identity uh, that... A lot of people are talking about also in, I would say, uh, Web3 world was brands. <coughs> uh, brands, um, uh, you know, we know a lot of people. Oh, brands. Brands, yes. sorry. People played a lot, you know, by uh, acquiring uh, brands' uh, domain. Yes. Um, I, 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 what is the ENS position about it? Yeah, I think we welcome, you know, like if any brands who's interested in uh, Web3 world, they try to work on like, oh, how to do like, you know, their own PFP, NFT stuff. But like if you're completely new, 
you're gonna flop it, right? Okay, because you are not native yet. What's the fast, easiest ways to get to tell that your community that you are into Web three is just to have your ENS name. So, like for example, I think we have a uh, website called isleaderboard.com where it shows the top hundred ENS. Uh, sorry, the, the Twitter account who said .eth as their Twitter profile. And it shows it shows a rank based on the number of followers. And I think, I, I haven't checked recently, that, but I think the highest rank brand is a Puma.is. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the sport brand, the Puma. Okay. Yeah, so they actually been, I think for the last two or three years, they put actually Puma.is on their social account. Uh, Badweiser.is, they, they were actually known I think a couple of years ago that they actually auctioned beer.is for some like quite high amount from a secondary market. So just buying these ENS, which if you can get a brand name, that's great. But quite often high brand name tend to be already squatted. So you could use, you could t- import the, your DNS name as ENS. But if you're just using ENS as, you know, your brand identity is a fast and easiest ways to, you know, tie the first yeah. step, you know, into yeah. Web three. Then second step could be they could issue sub names for the users. It's almost acts so as a membership. Yeah, yeah. and then, then we have a new feature that before uh, ENS name itself is also NFT. It's ENS is one of the oldest NFT as well. Mm. And but it was limited to .eth name. But we made a new changes recently so that even the sub name which you mean can becomes NFT. So like what, if I thanks have to directly from ENS or how did Yeah, yeah. So we build something called name wrapper that we can if you wrap your existing name, for example, matokun.is. Matokun.is is already NFT, but its subname wasn't. But by wrapping with this so-called name wrapper, now you can issue subname as NFT. So you can actually So I could have cap.is tomorrow and then get subnames for all my family. Yeah. So John, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, yeah, that Brian. that has been done since the beginning. And but what's exciting is you can also tie tie it as an NFT. So I can issue yeah. now uh, subname yeah. dot uh, name yeah. dot is yeah. as an NFT. Yeah, from the ENS uh, from the ENS contract. Yes. So that's what I was saying. Like you know, okay. So the early adopters have uh, basically register ENS directly from our site, but the lots of mass, they wouldn't do that, but brand can have their brand.eth. So we could, we could do something for something. NFT morning listener yeah. Yeah, and create uh, for the top 100 their own uh, yeah. sub. Yeah, so you can do whatever the campaign. Gives to them NFTs. Yeah, top 100 is, I can use sub names. So this is a lot easier than coming up with your shit. Uh, not shit. Uh, PFP. Let's, <laughs> say, let's say. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so like if you create like you know your own PFP, uh, you have to start thinking about artists which resonate with your brand that kind of stuff. But like uh, again, ENS is all the name, right? And if you can issue sub names, the NFT morning dot is itself is already the unique identity right so that that's a minimum thing you need you know right? that our yeah. profile picture of what you know was a crypto punk but then it was a ens derivative actually okay ens art you oh. know that was made uh, okay. because that the uh, you know we had this trend and yeah. a lot of people that we know 
are doing ENS art and using the character, oh. you know, to create, you know, pixel artworks. Oh, you know? I see. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty fun. But uh, mm -hmm. and uh, okay, so no, it gives a lot of. Uh, yeah, we understand that it gives a lot of possibilities. It's a, such a simple subject. The fact that you can mint so an NFT, make it, yeah. yeah, you know, it's um, it's an, I think, I believe for a lot of people it could be a no-brainer mm -hmm. uh, to issue a yes. membership, membership NFTs without having uh, thinking about yeah. artworks and drop and whatever, yeah. uh, make it something straightforward, yes. focused on access to a community, basically. Exactly. Makes sense. No, totally makes sense. No, no, it's really, really, really interesting. And so uh, I guess you will talk about it also uh, yes. on Wednesday during your talk at HCC. Yes. So, Makoto, uh, sorry, it was a real pleasure to be with you today. Yeah, likewise. Uh, I fully enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really insightful and uh, show a lot of possibility, you know, for what you guys are doing. So, thank you for being with us. And yeah, so, uh, you know, for everybody listening, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, showing. yes. I this, this. Yeah, that's amazing. How do they do that? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they are like, uh, you know, basically you have. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are uh, showing. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, we are show showing the, the ENS uh, NFT morning because basically you have an unlimited chain of character. Yes. So you can, and so you can do whatever and you can add special characters. Yeah. And so you can play with a special character and then yeah. bring them into a visualizer yeah. to have something, uh, yeah. you know, creating a grill with different pixels. So, yeah. Yeah, I think one thing you could do is like, so last year we had a, a so like 2020 is a DeFi summer. 2021 was JPEG summer. 2022 was actually ENS number summer. That like, you know, they yeah, went crazy. 40GT, you know, 40GT ENS, right? of course. So yeah. you could do something with emoji, like, you know, you could create an emoji family of only using this emoji, but making crazy art or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it with the yes. artists doing this. Yeah. Please okay. do. Please <laughs> do. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank Have a you. great event and talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.